you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Grab a spoon, ladies and gentlemen, and cozy up to the best bowl of conversation anywhere on the internet. And why is it the best bowl? It's because this conversation is centered on the greatest food in the universe. That's right, a delicious bowl of gumbo, the perfect food on Earth, on Uranus, or anywhere in the universe you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, with you, as always, on every episode of The Gumbo Show, three guys who are basically the equivalent of NFL championship game referees. Ladies and gentlemen, we see no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil. All we do is eat great gumbo. In North Texas, as always, Brent Barksdale. In North Georgia, Dave Huguenel. And here in good old muggy, muggy southeastern Louisiana. I'm your host, Feynman Roberts. What's happening, fellas? What that was the best intro on? ever. I think that, that was, was the great, best one ever. It was a, it was a wonderful one. For and and I want to make sure everyone knows too, like because you know, Feynman wanted to make a joke about disabled people before the show. So wow. what I decided, so so what I did. If anyone's offended, they shouldn't be because as the as an actual disabled person on the show with only one leg, I actually signed an affidavit giving him a hall pass for that. So and you would still uh, <laughs> be a better referee than the championship game referees. Yes, probably. Yeah, and, and yeah. maybe I, I wanted Joe Burrow to win. And, you know what? Uh, I was halfway through that intro and I yeah. flubbed it right on third down. And then the referees ran in and said, you know what? It doesn't matter that play. We're going to give you another shot right. at the intro. It, that, that one doesn't count. You didn't do it well enough. Go for it again. Right. And then don't worry if you're, if there's holding, we're just not going to look at that. That's right. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. What are we talking about? I think this may be the last time we talk about gumbo balls, but we do have a gumbo ball update. Uh, Dave, what happened on social we media? Do. So, uh, Chef Kuyon on Instagram uh, also goes by Mike. I don't know if I want to give his full name, but Chef Kuyon, who's on there, he actually made his uh, his own version of gumbo balls. And I'm not going to lie, they looked amazing. They looked super good. Uh, he and I chatted a little bit on Instagram. You know, we hit up the DMs uh, late the other evening. And, uh, yeah, he used a similar method that I did where he cooked his gumbo, uh, you know, Got it kind of cold and stiff, deep fried them and, you know, after some breading and like they looked amazing. So, A, glad to see that, you know, our balls are spreading and that, you know, things are things are catching fire. Uh, but but also uh, just super stoked that there's at least one person in the show that has has uh, created a renewed passion for gumbo in in spherical form. <laughs> gumbo in spherical, spherical form. form. I will say that Chef Kuyan's balls uh, definitely look delicious on the internet. Yeah. And I don't you say that about a lot of balls on the internet. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Dave is the ball expert. So he'll have to come and visit. Well, that also, also leads to good news too, right? What? Well, you, but, you, but first I want to invite everybody to follow Chef Kuyan on Instagram. Uh, is it at Chef Kuyan? Is that spelled C O U I L L O N? Yeah, now, I'm looking. Kuyan. It's spelled like now, Kuyan. We were just talking about, uh, a cook-off and I'm looking for it. Uh, and I can't, so where do you see, I think Chef Kuyan has a cook-off in February, but I'm looking at his Instagram 
and I see a jambalaya pop up. I don't see the cook-off. So, yeah, have so to, tell me what you're seeing, Dave. So he is going to be at, uh, competing at a gumbo cook-off at the Twilight Lounge in Fort Worth on February 18th. Nice. That's a great day. That's my birthday. Um, so, so that's going to be a great place to be. Unfortunately, and fortunately, maybe I'll go to both, but there also is another gumbo cook-off in Granbury, Texas, about an hour away from Fort Worth. Uh, uh, Brett Berry's putting on one at Warren's Backyard. Uh, he's having a gumbo cook-off there. So that's if you're in the Fort Worth area, I mean, Louisiana's taken over, I guess. Uh, two great gumbo opportunities. So maybe I need to look at the times and when things are, and I can run back and forth. And Brent, I think I think you need to try to be at both. It needs yeah. to be your one day gumbo odyssey. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, a good idea. You just need to get. You need to hire a driver. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's going to be Clara. Yeah. And she needs to drive you to these things, and in between, you just need to kind of lay back and try to prep yourself to refill on great gumbo. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And there's I, I also need to like live tweet like the entire day too. Man, that's gonna be awesome. No doubt. There's gonna be another. There's actually in March another gumbo cook-off in the hill country of Texas, at another place called the Devil's Backbone. I just saw it. Um, it looks like they've been doing it several years. So it looks like they have a lot of sponsors and participants. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that later because it's, it's in March. But uh, but one reason why we're here is I'm here to talk about. Uh, a thing that happened last week. Uh, I visited Feynman's house um, and I learned things. I tasted things. <laughs> it was excellent. So um, I told huh. Feynman I was going to be in town. Could you please, pretty please make me some gumbo? And he said, that's literally my job. So he did. Uh, and it was, uh, so let me, let me give you a, a scale of one to 10. I gave your gumbo a uh, a 12 because number one, it was free for me. Uh, also it had a lot of meat, um, taste was excellent. It was a little thicker than last time. Uh, last time it was a lot, yeah. lot more liquid and it, and it was a darker roux last time than this time. This time was a little lighter roux, still dark, but it was thicker. Um, and I love the green onion garnish. I was, I'm just a fan. It was a great gumbo and I really appreciate you for having me and the family over to eat. The of gumbo. course. Great to see you guys. I always, I always love an excuse to make a big pot of gumbo, which we did. And then I ate on it for two more days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went back. This was a little bit of the older style. Uh, I didn't fry the chicken, but I did throw the chicken in early. We did also actually make the gumbo the day before and then just had it like we, as soon as it had been brought to a boil, we pretty much stored it and then just brought it out early in the day. You came over and just started low heat all day. So I thought that was, that was nice. But yeah. anyway, yeah, it was great. Great to see you guys, of course. And you did try you know, the honey method a little bit. Did put you? the honey in. At and the then uh, later in that week, I did run into, or I didn't run into, I went to see Jonathan Perry. That's right. So Tell us about I, that. I talked to him. I saw his man cave. It's yeah. adjacent to his office right there in the heart of downtown Kaplan, Louisiana. Um, and it's amazing. And I was like, I can't believe I've never been here. And never been invited here. And he was, of course, like, well, you're invited now. And he told me about all the great times he has cooking for all the guys that come over. And it almost made me sad that I don't live in Kaplan. Yeah. Uh, but then I left Kaplan and I remembered why I don't live there. No, it's, wow. it's a lovely little town um, there in Vermilion Parish. So uh, I had a great time visiting with a friend of the show, Jonathan Perry. It was great to see him, meet him in person and see his, yeah. his lair. I mean, yes, it's his lair. It's amazing. It's awesome. 
It yeah. really is awesome. It's it's next to his law office, right? Or his judicial yeah. office or whatever. Yeah, you, you literally yeah. go through these doors next door to his office and you're in a, a man cave with sports memorabilia, history on the wall. I don't wall, even political. know if it's fair to call it a cave. It's more like a cavern. Yeah, uh, very maybe nice. a, a cave complex or and something like that. What do you think like of his that. kitchen setup? Oh, it's awesome. I'd like to have his kitchen set up in my real house. Yeah, it's like a professional kitchen yeah. with yeah. big old pots everywhere because he's yeah. just cooking for hundreds of people. Um, well, back to our evening together at your house. The yes, can you tell the folks on the sh- uh, listening about the king cake that you served? Brent finds this hilarious, but uh, Southeast Louisianians will understand. Uh, Earlier that day, through a fortuitous set of circumstances, my wife and I had procured a Dongfong king cake uh, from the Dongfong Bakery. Yeah, a Dongfong Bakery, uh, the Vietnamese bakery out in New Orleans East. Um, And we had procured that. And so we served that as dessert. And for those of you who are Southeast Louisiana or Southeast Louisiana adjacent, I don't want to get into the king cake battles. I like king cake. It's very good. But I think the Dong Fong one is very, very delicious and different from most of the other ones. And so we were able to serve the Dong Fong, which was I, I really enjoyed. So what oh, did you think great. of it, Brent? I loved it. It was great. I love it. I'm more curious about how like you're you're being very cagey on that. You, you keep saying that you procured. Oh, yeah. Procured. It's a whole story. Tell them in like, like a quick story how you well, got this well, thing. No, I just, Illegally. I mean, you make it sound like it's like some like John Wick movie. <laughs> Where like at the end of the ep- like the end of the movie, like you walk away from an explosion holding a dong fong king yeah. cake. Like that's yeah. the, that's the image. I mean, that's that's basically what happened. Was uh, somebody contacted me? A loved one of theirs had been kidnapped. I ran through a gauntlet of like twenty faceless bad guys. I killed them with my judo and my uh, martial arts savvy. And then, as they all lay on the floors groaning or dead. I grabbed, I walked into the room where they were holding the loved one and next to him was a Dong Fong king cake and there was a ticking time bomb right next to it. And I just grabbed the king cake and ran. I don't know what happened to that poor lady's daughter, but I got the king cake. So I hope she's okay. Gotcha. All right. The cake was worth it. The cake was worth it. (laughs) Is that good? Yeah. 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 Actually, they are very uh, hard to come by and he was able, he got lucky and got one. We had, uh, yeah, you have to pre-order them or you can get them at these particular places around New Orleans. Uh, And we had tried to pre-order one, but we tried to pre-order too late. And then it just so happened, a restaurant we were at, they were like, oh, we have a Dong Fong King Cake. Do you want it? And we were like, yes, we'll take it. Put it on our table right now. Don't tell anyone else about this. And so they did. And so we brought it home. And I actually ordered ordered my first uh, King Cake last week. And you know, Uh, you have one coming to you, right? From uh, Keith in New Orleans. uh, I hope so. He hasn't. He ha- I haven't yeah. sent him an address yet. But yeah, it'll be. Yeah, you need to do that. It's coming. Um, so the best part of Feynman's house and visiting, other than hanging out with his family, which are great folks. Uh, well, his son got my son hooked on ru- speed Rubik's cubing. Literally the whole <laughs> way home, my son's cubing. I think his record's like a minute thirty six. I think your son's record's like six seconds. Oh, uh, I don't like think that. he's that that fast. Not for the the three by three. Watch me. I can throw oh, around yeah. a little lingo. Not for the yeah. three by three. The three I think he's three. like in the in the 15 to 20 second uh, okay. range for yeah. his best. My, yeah. And my son on the three by three is like a minute 30 something. So but he's only been yeah. Cuban Cuban for a week. So he's got yeah. a long way to go. Uh, my kid best... always says says he's Cuban, and I'm like, I thought you were Jamaican or whatever. He does not enjoy <laughs> my joking. Joke. 
Yeah. Yeah, Jake. Yeah. But but other than hanging out with your family, the best part of Feynman's house is uh he was he wanted to show us something for oh, he wanted to show us his his podcast closet. So as we're walking through his bedroom to see his closet, I see several things in his bedroom that piqued my interest. Number one, a, a, a glass. To, <laughs> just a gla- stop. Just let's cut off the show right there. Yeah, this is next good. week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is this like mature audience has only yeah, sex? Yeah. <laughs> but there was a glass display case of swords. Uh, that was awesome that uh, we got to touch his swords. And, and Wait, Feynman. Are, are you the guy that like keeps those like mall like sword kiosks <laughs> in business? No, these are classy. No, no, no. These are uh, in full disclosure. They are family heirlooms. Literally, we have a Revolutionary War sword and a Civil War sword that have been handed down through the generations of my mother's family, at which I recently came into possession of. So actually, where Brent saw them, they're just basically sitting in a case on top of a chest in my bedroom they they need to be stored more properly than they are but that's where they are (laughs) to to be fair though when you go talk to the sword kiosk guy in any mall in the united states they will tell you they're a family heirloom from the or and they need to be kept i'm I'm, I'm, near the bed for protection one of these uh yeah those are all katanas by the way they're all into katanas because they think they're you know like the samurai deli guy from yeah they're like for 55.99 you can own like a piece of history Right, right. That's right. Right. Yeah. And then let's one of about... these swords might have one time made an appearance on Antiques Roadshow. What? That's <laughs> yeah, cool. Wait, yours really? Yeah. That's the rumor. Oh, that's awesome. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. So it's okay. worth so more ahead. than $59.99. But then after I, I, you know, I was, I love the swords. But then out of the corner of my eye, I saw something in Feynman's bedroom was uh, two frame photos but the photos of course were advocate covers of the 2019 national championship uh team one side of his bedroom has a photo a frame photo of joe burrow joe shiesty and the other That's side was sad. the other side was jamar chase um so and i mentioned that to dave earlier and he asked you know were they on the ceiling is it like what's going i'm like no they're on the wall it's good i mean <laughs> they're on the wall on the on the opposite side from the bed, yes. Like, so you can see them. I'm going to be clear. You're sleeping, it's great. Like, like, I will make fun of like your your family heirloom, like history swords. I will not make fun of Joe Burrow in your bedroom because <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like, sweetie, you have to see this. He is living <laughs> every man's fantasy, and like, and, and your wife told us the story why they're in the bedrooms because you want them in the living room, and she's like, look, if 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 they're in our bedroom only, we're going to see them, and then we won't have everybody see them when they come to our house. So I'm anyway, sitting right in front of one of them right now. Kudos to you yeah. for that. So I could never pull it off at my house. Long may he be blessed, Joe Burrow. <laughs> I love it. May yeah. peace anyway. be upon him. So, um, but before, uh, can I talk about where I ate the day before I went to your house? There's more gumbo. I had I more guess, gumbo yeah. that week, I guess. So in Covington, they have the... Uh, you know, is that the second location of the Chimes or the third? Because it's the, the two in Baton Rouge, yeah. Yeah. So I went to the Chimes, got the duck and sausage gumbo, which is pretty good. Had the seafood gumbo, which is pretty good. But they had an, a third option that I also got, which was the it was a shrimp stew with cheese grits, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I might have shown you a picture. So in your shrimp stew is a lump of cheese grits. And I actually liked it a lot. So let's... I think that's the new thing. Instead of potato salad, we're going to put cheese grits in our gumbo. I feel like we've talked about this, not on the show necessarily, but 
why not just plain grits in gumbo instead of rice right yeah yeah i mean we could try it chef kuyon i mean maybe because they would get to they would sort of dissolve too much and so you just end up with a little grittiness maybe that's Uh, why you need the cheese but yeah it would probably dissolve like when i receive my bowl of stew with grits the grits stayed intact in the middle. So they did, they mm. were, they stayed intact. And it was probably because of the cheese. Um, so there's what that. if you just took Southside Cafe's Irish Channel gumbo, which is the gumbo with two sides, it's chicken, sausage on one, seafood on the other, divided by a wall of potato salad. Yeah. Deep what if you grits? just did that and made it with cheese grits? Then that's a breakfast meal and I like it. I'm down for that. How come we haven't done breakfast gumbo? How come that's not a thing? It better be. Um, I mean, I've eaten gumbo for breakfast before, like the day after. Sure. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, usually the day after I cook it, especially like that that Christmas that Christmas yeah. gumbo that I usually make. I mean, that's like breakfast, lunch, yep. mid lunch, early dinner, dinner, dessert, and then late night supper. Like, there's like five or six bowls had. I might I might make gumbo this weekend. Yeah. But just it, for myself. I mean, it's always breakfast. You just eat it early. Yeah, I guess so. But I guess you, if you serve it with like a you, cheese grits, you never go grits. in a restaurant and see them have like for breakfast. Hey, try our breakfast gumbo. You know, man, I don't know. Why so not. Can I imagine like honestly, like what, what if you did like almost like an eggs Benedict with gumbo? People put instead eggs of the in hollandaise gumbo. sauce. Yeah, maybe instead of the hollandaise sauce, like you put the gumbo on there. <laughs> Well, I, my next door neighbor who makes a delicious gumbo, shout out Brittany, if you're listening, she makes a very nice gumbo and she breaks eggs into her gumbo. So they're basically like poached eggs wow. in the gumbo. What? And it's like her kids love it. It's the best thing I've tasted her gumbo, but I've not been lucky enough to get one of the eggs. But I think a gumbo Benedict on, uh, you know, on a delicious English muffin or a biscuit. Yeah, that's a biscuit. winner. Yeah, 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 probably do. Yeah, probably go biscuit. I biscuit mean, would be I mean awesome. if you're gonna if you're gonna like you know really change up the Benedict and like not do a traditional, then get rid of the English muffin. Put like a nice big fat biscuit on there. Yeah. Um, you know, probably like I would probably instead of Canadian bacon, I might actually go with like actual bacon because it's just better. Or sausage. Double Ooh, yeah, do like a so- like a big oh. a big slice of smoked sausage. Dude, yeah. dude, like a big slice, yeah, or even like yeah. a sausage patty sort of thing. Yeah, mm. gotta have sausage. You've this been to might Frank's. be our next, uh, our next Facebook. Uh, That's our next gumbo ball adventure. Is the uh, breakfast right. gumbo? Yeah, the gumbo Benedict. <laughs> hey, Fame, and have Gum you ever at, at Frank's in Baton Rouge? I have not. An uh, airline? Okay. Their sausage for breakfast. Their uh, smoked sausages. Uh, I never forget that sausage. It's really good. Mm. It's good for. Go with a biscuit and some grits. Uh, also, be good with gumbo. Speaking of uh, different iterations of gumbo, can I talk about uh, our merch for a second? Yeah, do it. Yeah. So it's it's probably been a good solid like 30, 30 episodes or so before I've you know I've, since we plugged this, but we sell t shirts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they're awesome. And uh, we've you know we've had some like diehard fans go and buy some. But and we're all getting super rich. Super rich. We are. Logan yeah. Paul, eat your heart out. We are. We are. Making that gumbo swag money for sure. Yeah. I just I just bought Twitter with my t-shirt <laughs> revenue. Wow. 
Wow. Um, wait, wait a few more months. You might actually be able to buy Twitter with this revenue. <laughs> uh, just give it, give, give it a little more time. Yeah. Uh, let, let, like let, let, that, let that recession and in, in big tech really hit. Then, then yeah. you got it. Um, so, but anyway, I want to remind everyone, go to gumboshow.us, go to our website. We have a merch link. You click that. There's a ton of different shirts and all sorts of different things that you can buy. Uh, two things I want to, I want to say though. One is, uh, cause I was looking on the back end to try to fix some stuff tonight and it has integrations on there. Apparently I can integrate this merch system that we use with an OnlyFans page. Yes. So hell yeah. So I might, I might have some like gumbo show OnlyFans ideas for you in the days to come. Let's so do so it. be ready for that. Um I think it's maybe like a picture of like we got, wait, we got we got two ball guys and a guy with one leg. Like this that has to be something. There's a niche well, or like I, a fantasy. I don't know for like only fans except like people make money with like pictures of their feet. Their so feet, like yeah. between between all I mean grant grant because of me, but like we've got we've got five human feet, one fake foot. Ah, ah. Dave, what if we what if we removed your uh prosthesis yeah and just strapped a big stick of andouille sausage to the lower <laughs> half of your leg and you walked around like that that would be something good i mean the the mechanics of that are dubious at best yeah, but at best. i will say i thought but i thought the direction you were you gonna go stir. Take the prosthetic off yeah. and then i can like close up some of the holes like in the socket and like just like eat gumbo like out of the prosthetic that that might be a thing. Yeah, there's gotta be someone. Out okay, there I'm glad that you the the socket the socket was on the prosthetic. I wasn't sure whether you were talking about oh. like this socket in your own leg. I don't have a socket yeah. in my own leg. I don't know what you're talking. About. That's not a thing. But but anyway, so so that's it's something. Taking that's something a turn. We got we got. Could you fill your prosthesis with uh with gumbo? Yeah, like it'd be probably. like one of those half yard like those yard beers you yeah, get in new like, orleans like you drink out like of it oh yeah oh, oh. That, you could do so like I, a hurricane in there dave do you have a giant portable gumbo bowl yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's basically a gumbo bowl the, the funny thing is like if jody tells me i need to lose weight i literally just take my leg off and i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just lost like five pounds oh uh, um, wow all right i think this is a good way to end it yeah Payment. so yes yeah, so go check out our website gumboshow.us check it out we do have merch ladies and gentlemen if you want to wear this kind of hilarity and devotion to gumbo on your body that's the spot you need to go get the merch go get the merch because fund us we will buy twitter and we will fix it i don't know exactly what that means but we'll fix it whatever it is everybody will love twitter free speech absolutism baby no, anyway, no more, we also no more, no more blacklisting the Gumbo Show uh, Twitter page. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. We're <laughs> actually starting. Edit. Is there an edit button yet? I just want. I thought no, we were of edit course button. not. That's the only we're, thing I want. We're going to start start our own social media. It's Roo.com. Sure. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be solid. Every post must be. Uh, I don't know. Gumbo I was going to make some joke. Right. It must have the Trinity in it or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we also have social media accounts. We're on Instagram at Gumbo Show, at Doug Gumbo Show, rather. That's DA Gumbo Show. On Twitter at Gumbo Show. And we're on Facebook, The Gumbo Show. Come on there. Tell us what we did wrong. Tell us why we're stupid. We get it. We're used to it. It's no problem. Uh, tell Brent where he should go on his Gumbo Odyssey on Feb February the 18th as he's shuttling between Gumbo cookoffs. Until next time, though, may your ruse be dark and your bowls be full. 